Hello and welcome to another episode of the NCC Audio Podcast, the podcast dedicated to discovering and learning how to build a business and grow an audience. I am your host, Nick Chamberlain, and today's episode is the fifth and final part of a five-part series on The Go-Giver by Bob Berg and John David Mann. And in this series, my co-host Brandon Manderson and myself are learning about the secret to success and diving deep into the five laws of stratospheric success. And in this episode, we are going to be completing our book study. How do you feel about that, Brandon? I feel good about that. Really good? Yes. And <laughs> I'm sorry for all the listeners you have had who've caught up with all it's my a podcasts. Huge it's been a huge cliffhanger it's been for a weeks. a huge cliffhanger. Yeah, last week, <laughs> last three weeks ago when I posted the last podcast, we were like, all right, next week we're going to learn what the final law is. But then some life things happened, right? Yeah. I had to go up to the Los Angeles area. I lived in a hotel, a residence inn for three weeks so that my daughter Camila could go to Napa Intensive Therapy, mm -hmm. where she had three hours of physical therapy and one hour of occupational therapy for three weeks, Monday through Friday. A lot of hard work. It was a lot of hard work for her, and she did great, and we saw a lot of progress with her, and it was an amazing experience. Yeah, that's awesome. Even though it was very difficult to live in the L.A. area for three weeks in a hotel. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Why was it difficult? Um, or do you not feel comfortable talking about that? Well, I can say <laughs> that, you know, the hotel lifestyle is it's just hard to live in. And um, it wasn't the most clean hotel. It was like, you know, every time I would, had to go take a shower, I had to kill, you know, like 15 to 20 ants. And it was just very interesting ah, place okay. to stay. Yeah. But we did some exploring in the L.A. area. You know, we went to Manhattan Beach. We went to El Segundo Beach. We went up to Santa Monica, Malibu. We went all around. We went to the um, to all the beaches. Sunset Boulevard. We saw all those famous people. Just oh, kidding. Wow. I didn't see any famous people, and it all looked kind of well, dirty. Nick from but NCC Audio was But Beverly Hills was, was kind of nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Nick from NCC Audio was walking around, so everybody was, else was seeing a famous person. They were. Yeah. <laughs> At one point, we were at a this little mall called The Grove. Mm -hmm. We're eating Retzel's pretzels. Mm -hmm. And then as we were enjoying our pretzels, the security guard came by to remind us to place the mask over our mouth while after consuming our pretzels. So in between bites, they mm -hmm. were making sure we were covering our mouth. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Yeah, uh, You don't want to get pretzels everywhere. <laughs> I know. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I was like, oh, goodness, I don't want that's I don't funny. want to waste any of these pretzels. That way, like, once you're done eating the pretzel, you can just kind of lick off the, the pieces that fell, flew out of your mouth. <laughs> Into the mask. So excess, um, you, you, you have, like, all this icing inside your mask, so you're just licking it. <laughs> mm, leftover icing. We, we got cinnamon glazed. Oh, those ones are good. Those are good. Yeah. Brandon, how have you been? It's been three weeks. Oh, man. It's been crazy been working on films yeah and tell me i think something happened with one of your latest films like a contest did that happen in between i don't know podcasts? have we talked about that i don't think i so. don't think so tell us about it well nick and i have made multiple episodes on working on the 48 hour film project and mm -hmm. stuff and this year unfortunately nick didn't get to work with us mm. on the team i know but this year we won the entire <laughs> thing finally 
Oh my goodness. Not finally. Like <laughs> we've, so we've done it three years, so it's not like a finally thing, yeah. but it's like, it's like, wow, what the heck? We felt so crazy about it. So our <laughs> film lost time, which you can find on our YouTube channel. Let's get rolling films. Let's get rolling films um, on YouTube. Is now going to film a Palooza. Nice. That's um, awesome. Yeah. And so we won six awards. We won six. Best, wow. Yep. Great job. We won best picture. Mm-hmm. So we won the whole thing. We won the Audience Choice Award. We won Best Use of Line of Dialogue, Required Line of Dialogue that they gave us. Um, We won Best Actor, Mm -hmm. Best Actress, Mm -hmm. Best Actor, Zachary Downing, again, two years in a row. Wow. Um, Best Actress, Sydney Aaron Aptaker, um, and Best Director. And I won Best Director. Yay, Brandon. You're going to be leaving this podcast soon to go do all your... Famous professional things. You yeah, I'll make you edit my podcast for me <laughs> <laughs> when I'm doing all these famous professional things. I can't wait. Yeah. Wow, Brandon. Looks like all these go-giver techniques are really turning out well for you. <laughs> I, wow. <laughs> and if anyone's interested in seeing all the films they've been working on, that we've been working on, um, go to Let's Get Rolling Films yeah. on YouTube. Even when Nick was up in, in the L.A. area, he was doing some... I did, Some yeah. Post audio production the, for the us. Halloween one. Yeah, socialized Soul- made by Christina Vice Vasquez. Sorry, Vasquez, Vasquez. Mm-hmm. Um, and Nick acted in it. I did. I made a little special appearances. Well, cameo, Mr. Swagbags. Mr. Swagbags. So check that out. And uh, Andy did all the audio. So thank you. Oh yeah, thank you. The post production audio mixing. Post production re-recording. Audio. Yeah, exactly. sorry, I totally no, I don't know. That. Yeah. No, it's fine. <laughs> all right, thank you everyone for allowing us to catch up on our lives. I hope that was very beneficial for you, as it was for me and me. Okay, so let's dive into it. All right. Okay, let's do it. but before we do that. We need to do a quick, quick recap on how we applied last week's law, mm-hmm. even though it was three weeks ago. Okay, so the the last week's law mm-hmm. was the fourth law, the law of authenticity. And if you want to know what all the other laws are, you know, you just can go back and listen to the other four parts. Yeah. Yeah, we can yeah. dive into those. This is a very divey conversation we're having. Yeah. Okay, so the fourth law, the law of authenticity. The most valuable gift you have to offer is yourself. Mm -hmm. So I was trying to think of ways that I've been trying to just give myself and be like more authentic. Um, I I thought of one thing. I don't know if it applies, but it might. In my business, I had to turn down some work because it wasn't part of the business model I'm going after. Yeah. So someone reached out to me and asked if I would edit a bunch of their video content for their work and i had to let them know i am currently a podcast production company i will help you to grow your company through the medium of podcasting Mm. but i am unable to serve you as a video editor yeah so that was me being authentic in that way Mm -hmm. and i'm hoping it doesn't backfire on me and be like (laughs) yeah i have no business now but now i can really concentrate on helping my current clients better their podcast and reach out to other people to help them with their podcast. And I can tell them, well, I'm dedicated to producing podcasts and helping people to grow their business through podcasting. Yeah. So that's what I'm sticking to. And it was kind of hard to let work go, but I had to be, I guess, authentic to myself Mm -hmm. and to my business. And that's what happened. That's good. Hey, thanks. 
Oh, uh, and because oh. it looks like you need an extra second. <laughs> I feel like I'm being myself on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Like having a podcast forces you to be authentic mm-hmm. and to go back and listen to yourself as you are. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy. That is kind of crazy. But it's a lot of fun. You get to hear all the things you need to work on. Let's just say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, Brandon. Um, How have you been authentic? Well, within, uh, I guess within my, like my film crew, I've been uh, being able to offer the gift of myself uh-huh. in, uh, in being able to help with other people's projects and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose that's, I don't know. This one's hard for me. It's hard for me to be authentic sometimes. Um, yeah. It's a hard law. Yeah. So, um, but, you know, I authentically gave my <laughs> video <laughs> editing uh, skills <laughs> to others who needed some help. Yeah. Um, within my uh, within my group. So that came in handy with, uh, like, color correcting yeah. the... Um, I, I feel like this isn't very authentic, authenticity, but uh, this is about as as good as I got. Hey, you're being authentic right now, Brandon. <laughs> oh wow, okay. You scratch are. all of that that I just said. Yeah. Right now, coming on to next podcast, I'm just being myself. You are, <laughs> yeah, and I love it. And you're authentic. Wow. Every time, I'm every so, day. I'm so authentic. I'm the most authentic. <laughs> wow. Now that I think about it. <laughs> all right, Brandon. Well, thanks for sharing. Okay, are you ready to learn about the fifth law to stratospheric success? Stratospheric success. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so it is now Friday, the fifth and final meeting with Pindar, and Joe is going to finally meet the last guest and learn the final law to stratospheric success. So let's take a splash, or should I say a 10-point dive into this deep water of success. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Okay. So Joe arrives promptly for this meeting at Pindar's house. Rachel lets Joe in and informs him that the meeting will take place at the house. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that Pindar had to take an unexpected call. And so this gives time for Joe to ask Rachel some personal questions which will help us to, you know, come up with some questions of our own to discuss. Yeah. Joe says, can I ask you a question? And Rachel's like, sure, what's going on? So Joe asks, what's it like working for Pindar? Rachel responds, honestly, it's been amazing. Wow. Wow. And then we go on to learn. In the first year since Rachel first started to work at with Pindar, Mm -hmm. She had learned more about the art of good business than most entrepreneurs would pick up in a lifetime. She learned about finance, philanthropy, negotiation and networking, resources and relationships, Pindar's principles of cooperative commerce from A to Z. Wow, what a lucky girl. She got to work with him and learn all these things. Yeah, that's awesome. But I think this book is telling us we need to ourselves if we're going to do grow our business, we need to learn those things. Mm-hmm. And she applied all these lessons by throwing herself into the earnest study of her passion, the making of excellent coffee. So that brings me to our discussion that we need to apply the lessons in these books mm. and throw ourselves into the study of our passion. Yeah. 
And I feel like we're doing a, a, a good job at that. Yeah. So you have your film and your art. Mm-hmm. And are you earnestly studying your passion of making excellent film? Yes. Yeah. I'm trying. At yeah. least, you know. Every so day. you're always learning and studying and growing. Every day, yeah. There's yeah. always a little something I'm trying to learn. Yeah, me too when it comes to business. Mm-hmm. And I just so happen to be in the podcast business at this moment in my life. Yeah. So I'm trying to learn everything about it. So let's keep going. So Rachel goes on to explain that her journey began when she was speaking with Ernesto. He had shown Rachel the world of restaurant supply, and then she went on to carefully research the most reliable supplies to all the best equipment, such as commercial-scale roasters and grinders. She also taught herself to source premium coffee beans from all over the world. She started by getting to know a few individual coffee farmers in Colombia, whom she connected through her Spanish teacher at college, who was Colombian. Okay, well, that's good. And then... Quickly picking up the region's different Spanish dialects, she easily made additional contacts in the surrounding countries of Ecuador, Venezuela, Peru, Brazil. Soon she widened her network to other continents. Oh, my goodness. As well as established friendships and growers in Sumatra, Indonesia, Kenya, and Yemen. So that makes me think. I love all those coffees. Yeah. So that's how she was starting to develop develop her her business, right? Yeah. She was learning everything about it. Like, how do I start a coffee chain? Mm. So she had to learn everything from restaurant supplies to the best equipment. And then she was using her connections, her network, to what is her advantage. Mm -hmm. So her advantage here was she had a Spanish teacher in college who was Colombian. And so she had some connections to people in Ecuador, Venezuela, Peru, and Brazil. Mm -hmm. So that brings us to... Where are our connections? Where are our networks? What's our unfair advantage when it comes to building our business and growing ourselves? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I need to step back and really evaluate and think about all the different people I know Mm -hmm. and how can I work with them to build them up as well as to build up my business. Yeah. So use your connections, everyone, just like Rachel did, Mm -hmm. because you'll see what happens to Rachel in the end. Okay, and then she goes on to say, do you know how many coffee producer countries there are on our little planet? Joe says, "Mm, 20? She says, more than three dozen. And over the last 12 months, I've developed a personal relationship with coffee growers in every single one of them. Oh, my goodness. So we need to take that kind of action when it comes to growing our business. Right. Joe is stunned. With this extraordinary network, Rachel could bypass the brokers and the middlemen and tap worldwide supply of the highest quality coffee at exceptionally low prices. And then there were all the people she'd served to in Pindar's living room over the last 12 months, which brought her contacts with first-class expertise in every aspect of business from import-export to international financing to management and human resources. In fact, if she wanted to, Rachel could probably walk out of this house and within 48 hours lay the groundwork for a global gourmet coffee empire. Oh my gosh, Joe blurted out. Of course. (laughs) He slapped himself on the forehead. (laughs) (laughs) Of course what, says Rachel. You, you are the (laughs) the 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 final... A guest. Uh Uh-oh. 
Rachel says, I give up. You win. Oh, my oh. gosh. Joe beamed. But no dice. Oh. Rachel's not the final guest. Oh, my goodness. So, but then that really gives me some insight into the work that goes into really building a, a big business. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Like a strong business. Look at all the work you have to do. Mm-hmm. All the groundwork you have to lay. Yeah. Just start, you know? Just start. Yeah, yeah just start. Start laying those. Start digging, laying the foundation. It's going to be beautiful. Mm. Just keep going, everyone. All right. So Joe's like, dang, who is this final guest? So Pindar enters the room and he says, let's go, Joe. Let's go have some lunch (laughs) (laughs) on my terrace. My beautiful terrace that overlooks the mountains. We're going to have some cold cuts and some cheeses. Oh, wow. And it's going to be a beautiful, yummy lunch. Beautiful charcuterie. Yes. And so that's what they go and do. And so Pindar asked Joe the first question. When you were young, what did you learn about giving? Brenda, what did you learn about giving when you were young? Is there like any statement or phrase that pops out? Mm, it's better to give than to receive. Exactly. It's better to give than receive, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. If you're a good person, that's what you do. You give. Good mm-hmm. people give and don't think about receiving. Mm. Mm. Kind of sounds like you, Brandon. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. And so, but Pindar is explaining to Joe, you think about receiving all the time. You can't help it, which means you're probably not really a very good person. So why bother trying all this giving stuff, right? It's good for some people like me and Nicole and Ernesto, but not you. It's just not who you are. Is that how it is, Joe? Asked Pindar. And, Pindar, and Joe sighed. <sighs> something like that. I want you to try something for me says Pindar. I'm going to ask you to do this too, Brandon. Oh, no. I'm going to count to 30. And while I count, I want you to slowly exhale. Just exhale and don't stop. Okay, here we go. Oh, no. (gasps) Now exhale. 30. 29. 28. 27. 26. 25. 24. 23. 22. 21. Wow, you're really good at exhaling. (laughs) <laughs> this is great podcasting. Are you still exhaling? Are you still counting? Did you breathe in? Yeah. No. <laughs> okay, I didn't reach to the end of 30. That was maybe like 15 seconds. But that was... <laughs> that was great. <laughs> you just stopped counting and started talking. I was like, wait, I'm still exhaling. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, the podcasters don't want me to count down to 30. They but might. you get the point. Okay, everybody. I didn't get down to 30, and you ran out of breath. Oh. So, I'm Pindar. What would you think if I told you that it has been medically proven that it's healthier for you to exhale than to inhale? Would that make a difference? No, of course not. You just can't go on exhaling forever, no matter what <laughs> argument anyone gives you. What if I told you that it's better for your heart to relax and contract? Go on, Brandon, try that. Without squeezing down again. <laughs> Just let your heart relax and don't let it contract again. <laughs> Would you give it a try? No, of course not. It's ridiculous. I don't even know how to do that. <laughs> Can you? Is that even possible? <laughs> of course it is. It is that bit of traditional wisdom nonsense that you and I and everyone else has been drummed into us. It is better to give than to receive. It's insane to try to give and not receive. That kind yeah. of blew my mind. I was like, what? Wow. If you're only giving... You'll have nothing It's like on. only exhaling. Yeah. You're not going to be able to continually give. Mm. You're going to need to receive at some point. Yeah. Right? 
Receiving is the natural result of giving, says Pindar.、Mm-hmm. If you give and then try to stop receiving, that comes back. You're、mm. like King Canute watching the tide roll out and commanding it not to come back in. It has to come back in, just as your heart has to contract after relaxing. And now that we're on our break, we'd like to give a shout out to our sponsor for this the Go Giver series, Pop Tarts. Pop Tarts has been go giving since the beginning. <laughs> they give so much that, you know, they could have probably written this book, Pop Tarts. They also receive, you know,、uh, they receive your money in exchange for Pop Tarts. Pop Tarts. Thank you for being our sponsor through all these years of podcasting, Pop Tarts. And so Pendar goes on to explain at this instant, all over the globe, All of humanity is breathing in oxygen and breathing out carbon dioxide. So is the rest of the animal kingdom. <gasps> and right now, at this instant, all over the globe, billions and billions of organisms, the plant kingdom, are doing the exact opposite. They're breathing in our carbon dioxide and breathing out oxygen. Their giving is our receiving, and our giving is their receiving. In fact, Every giving can happen only because it is also receiving. What? Look at this circle of life and how things were created. That's so crazy. And、crazy. how the planet Earth works. Oh my goodness. I hope everyone is thinking wow, every time we breathe out, a plant breathes in. Every time a plant breathes out, we're breathing in. Dude. Well, that's ridiculous. That's super crazy. So Joe sat and just thought. Every giving can happen only because it is also receiving. Wow. A horse! Wow. What? <laughs> a horse, Joe repeated. To water, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't force him to take the water you offer. That's the last law, isn't it? Receiving. Choosing to receive. <gasps> Joe, did you just reveal the law to us? I didn't know we were going to. Re- revealed the law so quickly. Oh my god. Did、goodness. you guess that it was receiving? The fifth law, just yes, stratospheric success. After a little while, yes. Is the law of receptivity. Reception. <laughs> receptivity. Receptivity. It's the law of receptivity. And so Joe's thoughts just started coming in as in a rush. He had all these thoughts. He goes on to think and say, all the giving in the world won't. Bring success won't create the results you want unless you also make yourself willing and able to receive in like measure. Because if you don't let yourself receive, you're refusing the gifts of others and you shut down the flow. Because human beings are born with appetite, nothing is more naturally geared toward being receptive than a baby. And if the secret of staying young, vibrant, and vital throughout life is to hang on those most precious characteristics we all have as children, but which get drummed out of us, like having big dreams, being curious, and believing in yourself, then one of those characteristics is being open to receiving, being hungry to receive, being ravenous to receive. And now Joe's eyes were shining as were Pindar's watching him. And Joe goes on to say, in fact, all those things I just mentioned, having big dreams, being curious, and believing in ourselves, those are all aspects of being receptive. They're all the same thing as being receptive. Being open to receive is like, it's like everything. Pindar beamed at him for a moment, then spoke, the world certainly was designed with a sense of humor. It wasn't. <laughs> Inside every truth and every appearance, there's a bit of opposite. 
tucked inside. Just to keep things interesting, huh? Yeah. Yes, to keep things interesting. The creator is very interesting. The way we are created. Mm-hmm. Why do we even exist? How are we even here? I have no idea. So the secret to success, <laughs> Joe went on, to gaining it, to having it, is to give, give, give. The secret to success is to give, give, give. The secret to getting is giving. And the secret to giving is making yourself open to receiving. What do you call this law? Pindar says, what do you call it? And Joe goes on to say, hmm, the law of receptivity. Ooh. Pindar nodded. Good. They sat together in silence for a long moment, contemplating the law of receptivity and the glorious irony of creation that tucks its greatest truths carefully inside of paradoxes. Joe thought, my lunch is almost over. Who are we supposed to see? Pindar goes, hmm? Who are you supposed to see? You know, the Friday guest. Who's the Friday guest? Ah, the Friday guest. That would be you, my friend. Oh, my goodness. That would be you. Oh, man. Chapter ends. The fifth law, the law of receptivity. The key to effective giving is to stay open to receiving. Wow. Okay, so let's bring this full circle. Yep. Let's see how Joe puts this into practice. How on earth do you practice receiving? Mm-hmm. All right, so let's find out. Let's find out. So Joe... Is it's the last day of the third quarter, and Joe just lost a count of his career and blew his third quarter numbers. And he doesn't know what will happen. But you know what the weird thing is? He doesn't feel bad. I mean, I think I should, but I don't. And he's explaining this to Gus, his boss. Mm -hmm. And then Gus goes on to say, you can't measure your success by whether or not you get the account. That's not the point. No. What is the point then, Gus? The point is not what you do, not what you accomplish. It's who you are. Wow. And Joe felt like crying. I know. It's just. I hate to sound so pragmatic and mundane, but what good is all that if it doesn't generate any wins in the marketplace? I could be a saint and starve to death. Joe cast a glance around the office looked up at the clock and suddenly saw the day was over. Ah, the last law. I'm supposed to apply the law of receptivity. How am I supposed to be open to receive? I'm already open to receive, honestly. I really, really, really am. (laughs) I'm open to receive something. (laughs) At least I thought I was. But it looks like the only thing I'm receiving is the short end of the stick. (laughs) (laughs) Gus leaned over and put his hand on Joe's shoulder. Don't worry, Joe. Worrying about it does no one any good. You've had a long week. Go home to your wife. I'll stay and close up. Oh, what a good boss. Yeah. But Joe says, thanks, Gus, but you go ahead. I'll get it. So Gus gives a little wink and walks out. And so Joe just, he closes up the office, and then he just stops moving He listens to the quietness, the stillness of the normally busy office. What was this feeling he was feeling? The quiet felt almost as if it were alive, motionless. But listening, it felt, how would you describe it? Receptive. 
So Joe's kind of having like a, you know, if you just sit still, clear your head, clear your thoughts, and stop giving your thoughts attention or, you know, you need to be, I guess he's being receptive here. It's just yeah. being quiet and re- mm-hmm. receiving. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we would call that um, praying to God. And then we're just listening to his word. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> 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 the phone rang. <gasps> it's late at night. Who would call at 6.15 on a Friday? Joe picked up. Hi, this is Joe. <laughs> it was not a voice he recognized. I can't believe you're still here, said the voice on the other end. I'm sorry, have we... Joe couldn't place the voice. No, you don't know me. Name's Henson. Neil Hansen. Ed Barnes gave me your number. Who? Ed Barnes referred me? Are you sure? And then he remembered. Ed Barnes, the competitor whose name he had given to Jim Galloway. The phone conversation Monday, his first day of homework. Give more in value. Oh, my Remember goodness. that? Yes. When he gave um, Jim that the name of a competitor. Uh-huh. Wait, Joe stammered. The Neil Hansen that got the account with... <gasps> Listen, the man sounded frantic. I'm in a real jam. Joe couldn't believe his ears. He, go, he, went on to a, he went on to talk about his issue. Who's the account, Joe asked. You won't believe me when I tell you. And then he goes on to say, <gasps> Joe couldn't breathe. It was the name next to which the big kahuna he was going after would seem like a minnow. This was not the big kahuna. This was the humongous kahuna. (laughs) Joe felt dizzy. What do they need? He asked faintly. What do they need? Hang on a sec. It's me. It's them calling now. And so Joe waits anxiously. What do they need? And so the guy on the other line said, since you already, you know, gave me this great recommendation to this other person, I want to know if you can recommend someone else for this big humongous kahuna. And so the go on the guy goes on to explain what they need. Um, okay, last minute they lost a critical concession. The supply people they were working with started started to get funny. Blah 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 blah. It goes on to say whoever can make this happen is going to be sitting on an amazing package. But I can't find anyone who can pull it off. Not on this scale, price, and schedule. What's the concession? Joe whispered. The other man's voice came back with a defeated, tired. Friday afternoon tone, premium top shelf coffee. I'm talking hundreds of thousands of customers. I'm talking high, mega high quality at impossibly high volume. Three weeks, three weeks. No one can do it. Nobody comes close. Is there anyone you know who could help us out? Joe smiled. You know, I might just know someone. (gasps) Boom. Boom. What happened there? Came full circle. Joe used his connections. Joe is the connector. He is he now the connector. He became the connector. The oh, connector to Rachel. My goodness. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. It came full circle. Chills, real chills. I got, like, when I first read that, I got, like, the the chill. I got the goose pimples, also yeah. known as the goosebumps. Yeah. Yeah, it just really made me think, you know. I have a cream for that. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> We are all connectors on this life, connecting people to other people to help them out on yeah. this journey of life. Mm-hmm. Wow. Even though well, this is like business and podcasting podcast, it turned out that it's 
still just we're all part of this life trying to figure it out yeah and we're all here to help each other out we're all here to just help each other out and connect each other with each other yeah so what do we learn from this one we need to be receptive to receiving we need to receptive to receiving um this morning brandon was running a bit late mm. but i said brandon i would like to make you a cup of coffee would that be okay and he said no wow and then I asked, why didn't you want me to make you a cup of coffee? He said, I didn't want you to. What did you say, Brandon? I didn't want you to have to go through the effort of making me a cup of coffee. And now he didn't uh, give me the opportunity to serve him, yeah. and he did was not open to receiving. <laughs> you can go make me a cup of coffee now if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go do that. So always give people the opportunity to serve you mm-hmm. so you can be open to receiving. Oh, dang, that's going to be a good way to we're going to practice this law. Yes. Ask someone to do something for you. Right. And then receive. Oh my goodness, this is so hard for me. It is hard. Um, yes. Yeah, this is difficult. like something I I learned. I don't know where I learned it, picked it up from, but if you ever go to somebody's house and they offer you something, mm-hmm. they say, "Would you like some water or a drink?" You have to always say yes, always even say if yes. you're not thirsty. Yeah, because then it gives them an opportunity to serve you, In which home. they will like to serve, and then you need to be open to receiving. Yes. I think a lot of us are not open to receiving. Yes. Because wow. there's so many people that it's like, they, they go, oh, can I get you anything, water or anything? And everybody says, no. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. I don't want because you to do they're anything they're going to feel like they're imposing, just yes. like you thought I was going to impose, you're going to just like you thought I was going to. Right. But you were offering. Yeah. All right. So everyone, let's be receptive. No, you're great. I just, I I thought that was a great real world example that happened this morning. Yeah. That's going to help everyone out to uh, fulfill this law. Okay, everyone. So that's it. I hope you all enjoyed this book study and learned something that you can put into practice to help better yourselves, to help better your company, your business, your brand. And thank you for listening. If you would like for me to do another book study, I have a lot of different books I can read and talk about and like really to help us grow as individuals. Mm -hmm. Or I can also just talk about podcasting, podcasting formats, podcasting, best practices. Um, So please let me know what you would like to hear. And we're going to do this together. We're going to learn and grow. Thank you, Brandon, for joining me for another great episode. Thank you, NCC Nick. Audio. Thank you, Nick, podcast. for having me on the NCC Audio Podcast. <laughs> if you are interested in learning more about podcasting and how it can be beneficial to helping you build your business and your brand, then please do not hesitate to reach out to me. I would love to help you reach your goals. Please feel free to go to nccaudio.com, email me at nick at nccaudio.com, and connect with me on social media. Thank you all so much, and have a great week. Amen. Amen.